All right, so let's go right into it. This is the Powerline Kids podcast. It is fucking July 30th, I think. And um, we have the Reverend, or can I call you Reverend? What are you? You can call me, yes, you could definitely call me Reverend. You can call me Pastor. You can call me Bishop. Or you can call me Douchebag. <laughs> All right, so the little inside joke was that uh, the Mikey was supposed to be on this with his dad, the Reverend. Uh, by the way, you, since we had to start this over again, you have to reintroduce yourself. So reintroduce yourself with your name. Uh, uh, Mike Gentile. And my- this is the daddy of Mikey, everybody. This is this is the daddy. And I was just telling him that I texted Mikey and he did not respond. And he's probably sleeping on the couch like a douchebag, probably passed out watching like some little kid TV show that he claims he's not into. But he definitely is. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, have you have you seen that? Where have you noticed when you go over the house, you see your son just like focused on the TV, and he's just like, "Oh no, the kids watch it and everything like that." I don't really watch this, but yet he knows all the characters and everything. And well, I, oh, well, I do notice that you know the the, the TV is um, has has been constantly hijacked by the kids. So I don't know whether he likes it or not. But all I know is that there's always like SpongeBob running across or some pr- fairy princess dancing, <laughs> you know. Tinkerbell's flying across the screen. All right, so wait. There's always something going on. <clears throat> Before we get into the whole podcast, which I'm sure we're definitely going to have a good time talking about, um, yeah. th- this should be fun. But um, how does it feel to be a grandpa? Dude, uh, being a dad was pretty good. Being a grandfather, totally different world. I, and I know my kids are looking at me like, going, "Who the hell is this?" What do you mean because, by that? Well. It, it, what I mean is, you know, I was a drill sergeant, and um, you know, the kids were—they were brought up with, uh, you know, with a rod of iron. They were—they were disciplined from the time that they were able to talk. I mean, verbally, you know, mostly. Who was disciplined? Michael, Michael, and Sharon were disciplined, man. They—if I, I spoke their name or even just looked at them, man, they—they they put a chill up their spine. Oh, wait a second, wait—you realize that this is being recorded, right? Well, no, I have a question. Well, well, I have a question. What the fuck do you mean they were disciplined? My, me and Mikey and all of us, we were the fucking assholes. Like, no, 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 no. We're talking pre-10. You know, after 10. Oh, okay. I you see. Know, when, as they were being brought up, you know, we're talking about Michael, if I had to, uh, if he was going to be uh, like, like, you know, time out, time out in that day, you know, was, was standing in a corner with a telephone book in your hand, you know. <laughs> That can be pretty heavy for a five-year-old. He would stand in the corner and go, Dad! <laughs> Put your arms up, hold that thing. So. All right, we're not... Wait, wait, hold on. We have to say, maybe you... Maybe, are you speaking figuratively? What the fuck is the word? Figuratively? No, I'm speaking literally. Oh, okay. He literally would have to hold the phone book. <laughs> Put your right. arms out. Holding the phone book. That was... And, 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 and little seven-year-old arms or six-year-old arms, whatever. You know, we're not talking about, you know, an iPhone, you know, or an iPad. We're talking about, like, that old yellow page type thing that'll stop a 30, you know, a 38 bullet, you know, midway. We're talking about that that type of phone book. And yellow you, pages. Wait, you want to know what the best part about that story is? I think one time... Me and Mikey, I think we tried to set a phone book on. We we went through our little pyro stage. I think we tried to set a phone book on fire. Yeah, well now you know why. <laughs> he was 
was subconsciously taking out his anger with fire on a phone book. <laughs> oh my God! You see, you know, and you know what the thing is, though. I, I kind of do appreciate that story because you know I got I got hit with the belt. I got hit with the belt and the wooden spoon. My my father was the belt. My mother actually no, my father was the belt and my mother was a wooden spoon and the throwing of the car keys. That that was always a good one. Yeah. I, I got, um, I was five years old, and I was invited to a, a, a party, and you know, in the Italian culture, you go to a party over your friend's house, like, the, the, the father, you know, we're barely out of kindergarten, and, and he's serving a, a, a little sip of wine in Dixie cups to all the kids, <laughs> right? So, so what happens is, the kids are drinking the wine, you know, but they don't like it, so they leave it there. So I emptied out, you know, 30 kids. <laughs> you know, so I had, like, you know, who knows how much wine. I was, like, puking drunk. My father had to come and pick me up. He, across the street, he had to come and he walked me over. But I remember this for some reason. We lived on the third floor. He kicked my ass up every single step. It just kept saying, look at you, you effing drunk. Look at you. I'm ashamed of you. Embarrassment, you bang. <laughs> His foot was literally like, I was like, ah, 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 all the way upstairs, threw me in bed. How many and, steps were there? Um, it was the, on the third floor. It was a Patterson. Oh, shit. East, 20, um, uh, East 25th Street in Patterson. I lived on the third floor. My bedroom was in the attic. So when you got to the third floor, there was another set of steps you had to go up. Jesus and, Christ. And you bed, and I'm just saying there, I got the bed spins and thrown up all night. But, uh, yeah, it was uh, all that to say, you know, I don't know. Oh, so uh, so getting <laughs> back to, getting back to the original question, you're, you're a better grandfather. I'm a, well, that was the, that was the point. Uh, meaning this, not a better grandfather. But your, your heart changes in this way. When Grandpa or Pop-Pop comes over the house, uh, don't you make that kid cry in front of me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't want to see no, no discipline, no, you you know. Seriously? You correct her. Don't you correct her in front of me. You take her to the side properly. Don't you embarrass her in front of people. That's not how you. That's not how you deal with children. What the <laughs> fuck like, are all you? All of a sudden, you're this nice guy. You know what? Well, oh my we god. Get that. What but anyway, but in a in a jocular way, you know. Very nice. Yeah. So, but I was I I told the story today, bro. It was it was pretty funny. Um, uh, one of the, my father wasn't abusive. He he wasn't, but. He was, uh... Alright, well, Rick, alright, let, let's not get into the whole fucking, you know, psychological... Yeah, let's get into where it's going. Alright, so, alright, 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 alright. But let me tell you something. Oh, here we go. He, you know, he wailed off one time and, uh, and, and knocked me across the room with a closed fist. I was but nine. <laughs> so, I was but nine years old when that but happened. nine years old. I ain't said but a mumbling word. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. All right, so, all right, so let's... The dads. I know it's a sensitive area for some people. All right. Oh, you fucking dick. All right, so here we go. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, I didn't mean you. Dad. All right, so here we go. So um, let's get back to the beginning where I was saying 
so your reverend pastor what 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 is it reverend pastor what what else you know some people call me uh some people call me reverend it depends some people call you al some people call me um uh, pastor some people call me bishop some people call me apostle because there are two different people i play different roles in their life and you know it, it could be pastor it could be um it could be you know bishop like i said it, i've i've played those different aspects in, in ministry i've done those different things Okay, so wait, so let me get this straight, though. So now all of these names that you're saying, is this part of... All right, so you, you run your like own... Am I saying this correctly? Like you run your own church? You're the fucking... You're yeah, I'm, I'm the senior pastor at uh, Spirit Life Fellowship in North Brunswick, New Jersey. And people come to listen to you talk about the invisible man in the sky. Yes. Um, and, and what's interesting about that... Is, is that he's invisible? No, listen to this. <laughs> I don't want to listen People to People come to listen to the invisible man in the sky. They don't come to listen to me. Oh, because you're his vessel? Exactly. Oh, or that... one of. Oh, I'm the vessel. I'm the fucking vessel. I'm, I'm the one. But I'm not the one. See, the whole, the whole point of this ministry or this church is that it doesn't, it doesn't, exalt the one guy as a matter of fact i hate the one guy worship thing um we allow two to three different three at the most people to get up and, and speak and uh, the the people in the congregation it's uh it's not a spectatorship it's participation so you can hear from people in the congregation and you'd be surprised at the uh, uh many people speaking but they're all drawing a picture of the invisible man in the sky, which turns out to keep looking like Jesus. <laughs> wait, do you wait? Do you guys do the thing like where like you you, you do that one time out during like I'm gonna call it the show. Get <laughs> do, do, do you do that like when the person comes up down the aisle? Do you do the thing where like you slap them on the head and say that you're saved and all that fucking bullshit? Um, Have you ever slapped someone on the head and said that they were saved? I well, dude, honestly. There's times where, um, I remember a time specifically, um, I went to pray for someone, and I lifted up my hand to go and pray for them, and before I even had a word out of my mouth, they were on the floor. What? And, yeah. Are you fucking with me? Floor. They were on the floor, they were crying, they were bald. Now, the, the thing is that... Maybe they had an aneurysm. Well, that, no, well, listen. Did you, did the person seek out medical attention? Do you know exactly what happened? No. Well, you know what? Some people do need to seek out med medical attention because that's a that becomes a habit and something that they learned in church. The thing that made this different and made it real was the fact that the kid came in off the street and had no clue what he was walking into. And when he came, oh, so he was on drugs? No, he was not on drugs. He came. It was. It wasn't even a church service. It was a. It was a rehearsal that I was invited to. That my heart was moved to pray for someone, and when I asked them to come up so that I can, you know, sit stand well stand across from them and pray for them. Before, all I did was lift up my hands. I was going to lay my hands on him before I know it. He was. He, he was on the floor. <laughs> Jesus he fucking and he Christ! Fell, and, he's, and, he, and he's speaking in another language get the fuck out of here i don't believe that for a second i don't believe well, that for I was a second there you weren't there all right i'll give you that but i don't know that, that's that's a little hard for me to swallow there 
It's fucking home. Imagine the guy on the floor. No. <laughs> How do you think he felt? He comes in to listen to a band and he's on the floor. Next thing you know, he's, you know, his whole life has changed and and, and he's he's following he's following God, studying the Bible, loving the, you know, what, what about him? He, what? That don't, that he, he don't count? All right, so speaking of drugs. <laughs> so, um... So wait, so wait, you uh, you actually, when I was younger and I started getting into the guitar, you were my one of my biggest influences to keep going and everything like that, but when did you start playing music? I started... Before you started playing it for the Lord. Uh, well, you know what? I started playing... I play for Jesus now. I play for Jesus now. <laughs> I, I started playing when I was uh, 10 years old, and my teacher and mentor was my very... Uh, my uncle, my uncle was very uncle-y. And, well, uh, all right, this is getting a little bit deep. Well, what do you mean, very uncle-y? Well, he was, he was just, you know, he, he had a very Italian name, and he did Italian songs, and he loved to teach. And he, and once he taught me to play guitar, I would play guitar, and then he would play mandolin. Oh, the mandolina, pring a mandolina. Mandolina, ding a ding, da 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 Anyway... Um, so when I was 10, he walked into my house on, on my birthday and he gave me a guitar uh, for my birthday and he taught me how to play. Do you know this guy? When By the time I was in my teens, that was when I was 10, by the time I was 18, when I was playing in the Zeppelin Black Sabbath band, this 87-year-old man came out to my concert. Did you have hair then? You had a lot of hair then, didn't you? Yeah, I did. I had, and then I had a mullet in the 80s. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. I remember, I remember the picture when you had the mullet. Right, exactly. I had the mullet. But my uncle, <laughs> what a dork. Dude, he came out, and he's listening to, like, Zeppelin and stuff like that. And, he, and I come out, and I go, so what you think, Uncle Hick? And he goes, he goes, that was very, that was very interesting music. Very interesting mm. music. <laughs> And, uh, but he sat through the whole concert, bro. He loved it. Oh, yeah. man. So uh, so your favorite band is Led Zeppelin, am I correct? Yes, my favorite band is Led Zeppelin. Guys, he could play... You could play every Led Zeppelin song, can't you? Just about... Uh, yeah, just about. And what I can't play, I can definitely figure out. All right, so let's get back to the drugs. So uh, how many drugs did you do? <laughs> <laughs> before you started doing drugs for the Lord uh, I I did the, I did the plethora I mean I went through the whole you know the whole spectrum of you know started with weed the, the and, gateway uh, drug it's a gateway drug Reverend well I don't believe that I really don't I don't believe it either I'm not a proponent of gateway I think I think um a uh, what you call it? Whatever you call a um, an addictive personality will attach itself to anything. It doesn't. It can be marijuana. It can be anything. It doesn't have to start with marijuana. Hold um, on, I got to take a sip. <laughs> so. <laughs> oh, that's what, okay. I'm not aware of that. So I started. You know, I, I started smoking weed and a lot. Of I mean, man, we were champions of weed, and uh, and then uh, it was, uh, you know, window pane, acid blotter, <laughs> mescaline, mushrooms. Oh my gosh, peyote. 
PCP, THC, and you know the snorting started. Jesus uh, Christ! Yeah, we were uh, we were fiends, and uh, oh, you a lot fiend. Is good ones and bad ones. You know, I had good experiences, I had bad experiences, and um, uh, times where you know I'm seeing colors and thinking I could walk on water then. Mmm, interesting. Other times where. Um, you know, it was just uh, put my head between my legs and going. I swear I'll never do these again. I gotta come down. I gotta come down now. <laughs> so, you know, okay. Probably so the worst trip. Wait, the worst trip was probably the one where I I I, I did a hit of uh, I did a hit of acid, and uh, I sat in a, in this easy chair and I and I did not exist for like a, a full minute and then I existed again and then the lamp next to me melted you know and then I figured well I need to you know splash a little water on my face and I went to turn on the faucet and the rainbow came out and, you know, so it was a little it was colorful to, to say the least Oh, Jesus um, Christ. But that wasn't really a good time. I was watching Keith Moon one minute, and then the next minute, I was like, well, where did I just go for a half hour? Okay, so now let me ask you the question, though. So now, yeah. all right, so this is before you started, you know, working for the Lord and, you know, our yes. Savior and everything like that. Do you think maybe the drugs might have had something to do with it? No, you know why? Because why? No, 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 wait. No, seriously, I want to know, no, like, no, if you were sitting there, and then all of a sudden, maybe it's you, you took a little bit too much acid, and then all of a sudden you saw fucking Jesus Christ, and he was like, praise me, and then you're like, oh, this is what I'm going to do for the rest of my life. Yeah, well, that would that would be a good story, but that's not how it happened. <laughs> um, I was seeing Jesus Christ from when I was four. Really? Did, no did he come and visit you personally? Yeah, there was no, there was no drugs involved. I had... I was I was receiving, um, you know, I'm seeing things not, you know, in a schizophrenic way, but in a visionary way. It sounds schizophrenic um, to me. Well, when you run into Jesus, it's just like, you know, the proof is in the pudding, pal. I got the proof is in the pudding. Not pudding, pudding. You know, so I got I got a lot of years. In, you know, behind me that are uh, affirmation of, you know, the past and what had happened when I was around four years old um, and my encounter, you know, with, uh, with Christ. And then through the years, you know, I hit my rebellious stage, you know, did my thing. I came from a divorced family. That was traumatic. You know, I, I got mad at my father, punched the wall a couple of times. Yeah, but see, all right, so wait, hold on. Let me, I want to interrupt you right there for a second, okay? Yeah, yeah. So everyone says the whole thing like, oh, I came from a divorced family and like everything like that. Everyone calls it a fucking broken home. <coughs> My parents got divorced. I couldn't have been happier. Well, you, you like, know, and, and that's probably true, but the, the trauma wasn't because of the divorce. The trauma was because I watched my father in love with my wife no, oh my God, Jesus Christ! We're the same. They, look, this is acid. This is the acid coming back. This is it. Your father was in. Your father's in love with your wife. All right, go ahead, continue. I watched my father in love with my wife. You just said it again. Dude, you're freaking me out. All right, listen. Do I need to? Do we need to do some blood tests? Do we need to? Look, 
let's 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 give it up. Break out the bomb. Let's, let's <laughs> that thing over again. Mikey, I, I hope that you're listening to this and realizing that your grandfather was in love with your mother. No, my my son is not my grand my grandson. <laughs> You my son, my grandson. All, you would think I would be drinking at your house right now. Oh my god, that's so great. All right, you want to try the story over again there? Okay, what happened was I watched my father. There we go. Speak Here he comes. to my mother. There we go. All right, we got it. I don't in need... a situation where, I, where they didn't know I was listening, and. My mother had just received the phone call, and funny who the phone call was from, because it was from... Jesus? No, my ex's, <laughs> Christine, her mother and father just got divorced, and my mother just got the phone call, because we, we their families were friends at the time. So, my mother hangs up the phone, and my father can see that my mother was very upset. Oh, by the way, Leadfoot on that name, by the way. <clears throat> little C. Can't see the oh. whole. Mm. But don't worry. We'll do that too. Okay. So go ahead. Okay. So my. Okay. So anyway, you, you take the name out and to pr- protect the innocent. So when he saw that my mother was upset, I saw him say, Come here. And he took her. Now I'm watching this. And threw her down the stairs? No. And sat her on his lap. <laughs> And looked into her eyes. All right, God. Said to her, though all others would get a divorce, we will never get a divorce. And Rich, this is the point. I turned away from that, and I, I did the yes. My security was, as a child, young child, was put in my father's promise. And when that promise was broken, my world was broken. All right, you got that's what that's like. That's some deep shit for the Paraline Kids podcast, man. How, how, well, how am I supposed you, to you fucking follow you gotta, that? You gotta, anything, you gotta let it, you gotta no. Let it fly, bro. Anything I say from this point on, I am gonna come off like even a bigger asshole than I am on every other fucking podcast. Because then it's gonna be like, oh my god, the guy poured his heart out, and then you're just that's sitting right. there fucking ripping him apart. Okay. You can, you can step, step, man. You wanna, you wanna pull me, pull it apart. Let's see what you got. I challenge you, guys. You challenge me, but you fucking set me. That's a set up. See, this is a fucking thing. That was a complete set up fucking story for fucking failure because now there's nothing I can say that will follow that that will top it. Now it's just what? now it's just going to be like if I fucking. What's wrong with that? Keep the tape rolling, brother. I am gonna. Of course, I'm not gonna fucking stop it. I mean, we're fucking. Keep the tape rolling. We're but, we're but, 22 but, minutes into this and fucking. You know, so so it's a you know it's that's it. I mean, you know, it's a it's a simple story. But the end of it anyway. You got half the listeners fucking crying in, into a tissue right now. That's what brought me into that rebellious state. It wasn't like out the forest, oh, my world fell apart. No, my world fell apart at the at the point where I realized that my hero was not such a hero. That the thing that, you know, I, I put stock in where my security was, you know. So so I went out and I started to medicate myself and heavily. <laughs> <laughs> and I was good at it, too. Like, I knew all the drugs. As a matter of fact, I went into areas of, uh, you know, I moved from, I, I what moved? I ran away, you know, because I owed people, like, money. Jesus Christ, <laughs> reverend. Well, dude, you fucking I, and you run a church? 
I went I went out to sell. I was selling. I was selling stuff, but I wasn't selling it fast enough. As as you know, I was smoking it faster than selling it. So I ended up owing these people. Oh my so god! I ran, I, I ran to South Jersey, and uh, and was hanging down there at my my uncle and aunt's house. And How you sell in. weed if you smoke all you shit? But. But, but what's funny about it, I went into an area, they didn't know weed, they didn't know anything. I had, I had my, uh, the entire community, like, rolling and buying, <laughs> I found the local drug addicts, the local drug dealers, and I turned the <laughs> school upside down. <laughs> oh my god, wait, wait, you know what's funny? I have a friend, I have a friend that's a fucking counselor, right? It, uh, they do, um... Like uh, drugs, alcohol, like all that, like for addicts and stuff, right? Uh-huh. And um, I just, I, I came up with, it was, like I said, it was just something fucking asshole-ish that I fucking came up with and everything like that. And this person who's the counselor, you know, they really try to help these people. You know, they I, I have to say they because the person hasn't been on the podcast yet, so I can't say the name. But, um, you know, they really try to help and, of course, you know, when they tell me stories about, like, the counseling sessions and, like, oh, you know, this person in group is fucking doing this. And, you know, I'm sitting there and I'm fucking listening. And I'm just like, oh, you know, that's really cool that you're trying to help these people and everything like that. And But you know what's going on in the back of my head? And I, uh, I, I sit there. Wait, wait, no, I'm sitting there and I'm just like, you know what? Uh, I was I was in my grandfather's medicine cabinet the other day you know trying to help him with this medication and everything like that and i realized that he had a certain type of medication i just like they literally told they literally told me like what they did in group like this person's having this problem with the relapse and all this other stuff and you know what the fuck i say instead of saying something nice like oh my god you just thank god that there's people like you in the world that help these people i was just like what if i just brought my I'm like, do you think I can make money in the parking lot? Like, as they're leaving, you know? Like, fucking just like... <laughs> <laughs> Probably would, bro. <laughs> we'll see, that's the thing. That's... People are so vulnerable that it doesn't take much to push them over the edge. Which, uh, by the way, everyone, I'm not saying it was just a joke. It was just a joke. I just brought it up just because I... I don't know. When someone tells me something serious, I have to fucking think of something fucking stupid to say. I well, just that, really do. That, that, that says volumes... Yeah, thanks a lot. We won't get into that. I'm just saying, like, fucking, I, 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 I appreciate what this person does more than anything in the world. Like, to, to make yourself be able to do that and to listen to fucking other people complain and just fucking... I mean, Jesus Christ, everyone fucking... I actually talked to the Reverend last night and I was fucking complaining about fucking how miserable fucking life is and all this other fucking shit. And, uh, you know, he talked to me and then all of a sudden tonight's on the podcast and we're talking about, you know, doing drugs and... Uh, you know, getting well, beat, was, getting look, beat like by said, our parents. Dude, like I said before, it was, uh, you know, I had good times, I had bad times. Uh, Isn't that a song? Yeah, uh, yeah, that's a Zeppelin song, actually. There you go, see, I knew I that. So, I was so messed up from PCP one time, I went... PCP? I saw a door. Yeah, PCP, I, I saw a door, you know, uh, that I had to walk through, to, you know, to, to get to safety... And by the time I got to the door, it was a brick wall. I and I'm. And, and, oh, Jesus and, fucking Christ! Um, you know, can some uh, help? <laughs> so All right. I see, so I see a friend of mine from school come over. She, she's a, you know, she comes over and she's like, she's like, "Are you okay?" I'm like, ah, "Can you help me inside?" You know, and she's crying. Her friend is crying and stuff. And I turn around and I'm like, "I can't find the door." And I turn around, and she's gone. She went. She went through the brick wall. No. Well. 
this was it. I turn around, and I'm like, still looking for a door, and I turn around again, she's there, and I'm like, oh, well, what, didn't I just talk to you? And she goes, no, we just got here. I'm like, uh-oh. <laughs> can, can you help me inside? They had to help me inside. I stayed, I stayed at my friend. He he, he made, um, can, I say, can I say the name of a company that doesn't exist anymore? Yes, you can say that. It, it was it was called uh, um, I think here's uh, here's here's people here's where the drugs comes into play he can't yeah, remember anything where the drugs come in. I think it was uh, son of a gun I can't remember what it was you literally just asked me if you could say the name of a company that well, doesn't well, exist well, anymore well, and you can't remember the name of the company I know the name I want to say so say it two guys two, but I don't think are they related to five guys no two guys <laughs> It could have been, it would, whatever it was after two. Oh, I got to take a sip. Anyway, my friend worked at a key station. He would make keys, and they brought me over to a station. I put my head down, and I just kind of just put my head down. And every person that came up to get a key made, I would look up at them. I go, "Wow, man! I go, I know you. You that guy?" Uh, and I would just, I knew everybody that <laughs> came to the counter that day. And they're like, "Yeah, yeah." All right, so wait, so I just wrote something down, and this is sometimes what I do, especially when I talk to your fucking son doing this. So I just wrote something down that just came to my head, okay. and th- this is literally what I'm picturing, like, instead of, like, recording this, I'm, like, I'm picturing being in the apartment with the baker upstairs fucking banging on the floor telling us to shut the fuck up, and for all of you that don't know that inside joke, the Reverend and Mikey used to live in an apartment in Nutley on Center Street, oh, yeah. and uh, there was this guy... And by the way, staying at the Reverend's house for a weekend was definitely a fucking free-for-all, especially in high school. So that whole obedient, discipline thing, that that was non-existent. Well, he was 19 at the time. (laughs) No, we were younger than that. No, you weren't. Michael didn't come live with me until he was like 18, 19 years old. He wasn't out of school. All right, well, you know, we, we were still drinking in the house. Well, but... At least you were in the house. Actually, you know what? That was actually the. I did like that concept because that's yeah. up on Gerard Road, the block. That's actually what the fuck we did. As long yeah, we as we would sit there, man, we would talk. We I had great conversations with you guys, and you, you know, you guys need. You weren't nice. You needled me. You know, I had eight people asking me eight different questions at the same time, <laughs> and out of the eight, one was seriously inquiring and i couldn't get to him <laughs> but the whole wait so let me finish so he lived in this apartment and there was this fucking baker that lived on the fucking third floor what time did he have to be up in the morning he had to be up oh that guy forgot about him yeah he would fucking bang on the floor fucking like 11 o'clock at night and fucking you just sit there and look at us and just be like yeah he's a baker <laughs> yes get up at like fucking 4 30 in the morning Me and Mikey be yelling about some fucking nonsense, and, like, you'd be playing the guitar. You actually, you weren't even the adult in that situation. You'd be fucking sitting, me and him would be ranting and fucking raving, and you'd just be sitting on the couch playing the guitar, just being like, yeah, you know, he's a fucking baker. You wouldn't even tell us to be quiet. You'd just be like, oh, he's angry. (laughs) You know, you guys weren't a stone's throw away from where I was when I was your age. But I was out in the streets, you know, I could have been scraped up off of the road at any time. All right, all right, come on, Jesus Christ. Is this the fucking true Hollywood story? What? You're making me no, so this depressed. Is, this, is the, this, is the, this is the truth. You guys were in the house, and I was happy that 
my, my son and his friends were safe. Oh, man. So, so the, anyway, the fucking point of that was is uh, I, I wrote this thing down, okay, as you were talking. And yeah. and something came into mind, especially as I was growing up, like where I guess it's like every generation, right? Like, you know, like how like um, like how parents say like, oh, my God, you kids are so disrespectful and everything like that. And, you know, I never would have done that and all this other crap. I, I literally noticed... And I'm, I'm literally just, I think it's just me and Mikey's generation, like our age range, probably within like six years of our age. Our parents were more fucked up than we were when, like just by you telling the stories of fucking what the fuck you did and then the, all the other stories I fucking hear from my uncles and, you know, my father and everything like that. You guys did more, really more fucked up shit than we did. I mean, we just destroyed a lot of shit. We it, were, we were it, destructive. It but, but it did aid in one thing in my relationship to, to my kid and some of his friends, you included. It, <laughs> it, it, it narrowed the gap. What do you mean it narrowed the gap? It narrowed the generation gap. It narrowed the gap. Our music, our musical tastes are not far. Like, in other words, when, when I came home with my music, my father's like, you know, he's listening to Frank Sinatra. And he's like, what the hell? I still listen to Frank Sinatra. Well, I do too now. So... So, but what I'm saying is, is that he, I could relate to his music because I'm a musician and I love music. And he, jazz music is awesome. Isn't that the so, fucking thing, though? Like, when you're a musician, you can relate to all types of fucking music. Absolutely. And then it, it's so much... I don't even like Eminem. Oh, my God. Really? I don't even like Eminem. <laughs> That's another subject. But, uh, um, is that a lead foot? No, that's not a lead foot. No, remember, famous. Oh, okay. So, what... Uh, Anyway, the, but but the but the gap, like in other words, when Mikey came home with Metallica, I was like, "Wow, these guys are awesome!" <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Where'd you get this band from? These guys are great." You know. You want to wait? Wait. A little side note. Besides that, because we're gonna come back to that. Because I really do want to, but. Just when you said that Mikey came home with Metallica, do you realize Mikey was like the first kid in our group that actually, and I'm going to give him credit for this, Mikey was the first kid in our group, because me, I grew up like a punk, you know, four chords, straight progression, progression, just over and over again, the Ramones, that type of stuff, just four chords over and over and over and over again. Mikey came and everyone was sitting there going, oh my God, you listen to death metal. Everyone was categorizing everything Mikey listened to as death metal, and the best part is, is 10 years later... Everyone is listening to what Mikey first brought to the table. Wow. It's un-fucking believable. Like, and I tell him this all the time, and I bring up um, like Linkin Park. I remember when Mikey first got that grand... You remember that piece of shit that he had, that Grand Am? That black car that he got? Hardly, hardly. It was his first car. But um, I remember we were driving... Oh, God. We were driving to the fucking hockey rink, and... Um, he put in fucking he, well, no, no, no. We were listening to the radio, and it was when like when Lincoln Park like first came out, and Mikey like blasted it. And I remember I was sitting in the, in the passenger seat, and everyone there was like fucking six people piled in the back because fucking Mikey was the first one that got his license. So fucking obviously everyone wanted to fucking ride in the car, and Mikey was just like, "Oh, this band is gonna be so pop." This is before anyone even knew who this band was, and Mikey sat there, made it louder, and he looked at me. And he goes, you got to listen to them. So I was listening because I was always open to it. And everyone in the back, like, they they all listened to, like, fucking... Back then, it was, like, everyone had to be, like, a wigger. You know? Like, everyone was, like, fucking listening to rap music and, like, I don't know, Mace and Puff Daddy and, like, all this fucking nonsense. 
and uh, Mikey was playing the music, and everyone was just like, oh, this is devil-worshipping music. And then before you know it, five years later, everyone loves Linkin Park. Mm-hmm. Mikey never got any fucking credit for that one time in the fucking car where he's just like, this band is going to blow up, I'm fucking telling you. And then, you know, five years later, they're three albums deep, and everyone all of a sudden now loves Linkin Park. Well, I, I, he might have got that talent from me because... Oh, you hear that, Mikey? He's, 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 this is, it's genetic. It, it, it was well, passed through the seed. A good taste in music. Dude, I remember uh, in Tuxedo, New York, Mikey was just about maybe three or four years old. I was sleeping, and uh, I, I was on, I think it was on the second shift, and I, and I hear this music coming from my uh, living room on the TV. MTV was on. MTV? Oh, my God. Listen to yeah, but listen to this. God, we're old. This is when they actually used to play music on MTV. Exactly. And I came out, and I looked at the screen, and I'm listening to the band, and I turned to Little C. Can I say Little C? Yes, you can say Little C. And I turned to Little C, and I looked at her, and I said, you see this? Music has just changed forever. <laughs> Guess who the band was? Nirvana. Nirvana. Mm, my favorite. That's such a cliche. Do you realize how much I get put into a box because of that? Uh, you know what? You, you can't argue with truth, man. It floats to the top. No, but I'm serious. Like, like everyone... Because like, you want to know the thing was? Before I heard Nirvana when I was... when like it'd be Before they even got popular. Because my Uncle John, I think he had... He didn't even have like their most popular CD. He had like the third one. Was it my Uncle John? I don't know. Someone got me their third... This was when I used to listen to, like, Aerosmith. Like, Aerosmith was, like, my favorite band, like, when I was really little. Because my Uncle Gary used to play it all the time, like, in the fucking car. Like, Aerosmith and fucking... I don't know, all the old bands. And, um, I remember I got the CD, and like I said, it wasn't even Nirvana's... Like, I'd, I didn't really listen to them. And it wasn't even their most popular album. It was Incesticide. Great name for an album, by the way. Incesticide. And no one knew the songs on it. It was completely different from what... Because they got... Uh, what do you call it? Music. <laughs> what do you call it when um, you're, you're expected to do... Like, you, you do out... You do the first album, and then you have to make the corporate album. And then you're allowed... What is it? Musical Freedom? Like, you're allowed I, that... I guess you can go... Yeah. Yeah, you're allowed, like, that one album where the artist is literally allowed to do whatever they want, but it's, like, only for that one album because they just want right, to make the artist right. happy. So it was that album. So everything that was on that album, you really should listen to it, Incesticide. Everyone should listen to that album because it's definitely their best album, in my opinion. But anyway, um, like no one, like I had no idea who re- like Nirvana was. Like, of course, like I knew like Smells Like Teen Spirit, all their popular shit. After listening to that album, I swear to God, are you fucking blowing your nose on the fucking... No. Oh, jeez. I'm uh, using is- drugs. Is that nasal? Is that the old man drugs? It's nasal spray. It's nasal spray, yeah. I get um, <coughs> my uh, sinuses get clogged, and I got a nasal oh. spray. Oh my god, you're fucking old. Hey, I was at the doctor's today. You want to hear my uh, A1Cs and all the medications? <laughs> no, I don't at all. But you know what? I'm fucking sick too, so I'm right there with you. I've been fucking sick all goddamn fucking day. My, my ears, nose, and throat, uh, ears, nose, and throat doctor was really funny. He goes, oh, your hardware good. Oh, you got good hardware. Very clean ears. What kind of fucking accent is that? I don't even know. I don't even know what nationality you're doing right now. That was so fucking terrible. 
that was like a mix of like a Chinese guy and like an Indian guy. Let's see if your audience could could decipher that who that is and offer them a prize, like a free Richie O hat or something. Oh my God! I wish I had hats. I really do. I wish I had something to fucking give away. I'm, I'm literally. You should. You should give. Why don't you give away your music? Oh, all right. Well, let's let's hold on on that because we're 40 minutes in, and. Wow, already. I know. Time doesn't time doesn't time fly? Yeah, we'll have to do two podcasts in one day. Well, we can do it. We could do a part one, and part two. We part can. Part one and part two. And I don't, I don't care. We haven't even gotten to. Alright, so wait, what the fuck was I talking about? See, now I got off track. See, a lot of people complain because I got off track when I talk. So what the fuck were we talking about? I don't know. Maybe you should drink water. <laughs> Hold on, I need to take a sip. I hear, I hear more. I hear, I hear. Water's good for for the brain. Water's good I, for the brain. It, it kind of detoxes things. Alright, no, seriously, what the fuck were we just we were talking about? The, oh yeah, okay. So I get, I was, we were talking, we backtracked a lot. But I was talking about how I get put into a box because I listen to Nirvana because yes. that's everyone's fucking like go to. Like I get put in that thing like, oh, of course, yeah, Nirvana, yeah, he fucking, of course, that would be his favorite band. But you know what? Anyway, I don't really give a shit. That was like the whole point of that. I li- I got into Nirvana because I listened to an album. I listened to an album that fucking wasn't popular. It didn't. I mean, now it's popular now, but it wasn't popular at the time. And that's how I got into them. And I just thought that the fucking lyrics, I thought that his voice was fucking amazing. Even though everyone was just like, anyone can sing those songs. They all related it to, what did I hear? It's just like Billy, it's like Billy Joel, like anyone could sing those songs. Like, I don't know. No, you know, look, he's unique. I I like uniqueness. I don't care what what it, uh, you know, there's there's unique in, you know, a person could be very precise as a musician. Um, they can be very articulate, and then there's musicians like, um, you know, I can name a bunch of them. They, they're they're not so polished, and yet you cannot argue their gift, their talent. They're just they just cut through, and you know, people are just different. I know, and and like getting back to it too, and that's I think that's why I connect with Mikey so much too, and you, you know, not just you and other people too. It, it's all. It's so weird that I... Is it weird to say that I really do connect with people through, like, the music that they listen to? Uh, yeah. I mean, I remember... Uh, I've, I've, relate, I've been re- able to relate and, and friended people, like, that were, you know, almost... You know, uh, I, was, I was the elder. I remember uh, I was playing at a concert in Liberty Park. Can I lead foot that? No. You, no, you're good. That's good. It's popular. Anything is and, popular. Okay, so we're out there in Liberty Park. We're doing a, actually it was a, we're doing a, you know pretty. It was in the eighties actually, eighty seven or something like that. We're doing a Christian concert out in Liberty Park, and and a friend of mine um, brought his uh, weed. His brother, his brother in law, <laughs> out. But his brother in law was a fourteen year old kid. So we were talking. He was interested in music. He liked to play guitar, and we started talking, and we found com- common ground in uh, Pink Floyd. Oh, so Pink we, Floyd. Yeah, dude. So we start discussing Pink Floyd and all the albums and so on and so forth. And the he's loving it. Do you know that I can I, I was able to, to to counsel that kid through a lot of different times in his life, man. And uh, he, you know, and now I give his son um, 
drum lessons. Can I ask you a question that has nothing to do with the, what you just told me? Because something Absolutely. something struck a nerve with the Pink Floyd. I have to ask your quick opinion. Like one of those, yeah, okay. it's like it's like one of those gay like. Uh, okay, Pink Floyd. All right, you ready? Okay. And you know what, uh, Maggie. Maggie's gonna love this. Um, Pink Floyd and Maggie May. No, no, not Maggie May. What the fucking? Are you talking about Rod Stewart? Yeah, I thought that's what you were, were going to compare Pink No, 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 Maggie. I, I was talking to Maggie, um, a friend of mine, and um, I, I don't, you know what? I might end up biting myself in the fucking ass for this, for fucking making this compare, or actually not, it's not a comparison. I actually made a comment after she said something, and Pink Floyd, okay, you know that I love Pink Floyd. I, I do know that. You do know that, okay? By the way, I still have that Tabs book that you fucking gave me all those years ago. I still have that, by the way. And I still have your Nirvana CD that you gave me. All right, so wait. So we got into the conversation, and she was telling me I got so disgusted. And I'm going to admit it. I got fucking disgusted. She, you know what band she brought up? What? Fish. <laughs> yes, right? Right? <laughs> Right? Go ahead, Mace. Make this sound a little bit louder. <sighs> oh, right? Like, there was a comparison? No, but, like, it's just... Like, I, I had to bring it up because I'm just like, ew, you like fish? Like, what What the fuck is fish? Like, they're ri aren't they, like, a rip-off of Pink Floyd? Uh, I, you know... You know what it is? I don't talk about music. I don't talk about video games. I don't talk about movies enough on this fucking podcast. And finally... I mean, me and Mikey, we talk about stupid shit, but <clears throat> Jesus I fucking think, Christ. I think what it is, like, I can listen to anything and go, that's good, but I can recognize that it's a, um, you know, child of, you know, wow, you look like your father. <laughs> I, you know, I know your father. You know, like that, whatever, that Greta Van, whatever's out there. Okay, wait, 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 so let me, I'm, I'm glad that you just said that, because I want to use, like, a... Oh, that's the next Led Zeppelin? Oh my god. Wait, wait, wait. Wait, hold on. I need to use a reference right right away that Mikey would fucking love. Which is why I really wish that he was on this podcast with that. When you said about Fish and Pink Floyd, like, oh, I would recognize it. Like, oh yeah, I knew your father. Like, the way I, the way I look at it is like Pink Floyd is like Darth Vader. And just like looking... <laughs> <laughs> looking at fish and just being like listen like putting out the hand and just being like i am your father i am your father and then like the fish be, and then fish being like no, no. <laughs> 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 like i cannot i'm sorry i like maybe a couple songs by fish i, I like a couple songs but to to go to a fish concert and to sit there and just I don't think I could. I don't think I could do it. I don't think I could. I don't think I could. Even if the tickets were given to me, mm -hmm. and they were just like, "Listen, we can't go. These are front row." I still think I might make that noise and be like, "Eh, uh, I might have to like. I don't know, like, you know, rearrange my sock drawer. You know, like I don't think I could take those tickets from you. So maybe someone else wants to go. Like I, I don't. I don't know. I just don't get it. I you don't. Know you know what, dude? I mean, I know we're here. We're talking about music and stuff like that, but, but. Uh, well, I'm like, trying to talk about everything. I know, but well, this seems to be the the topic. At, but I like to reveal a lot of things about myself. Of course, um, you do. 
Yeah, I don't... Reverend, put your pants back on. Well, I don't like to, you know, <laughs> I don't like to hold back because I, I think, I think being real is, uh, is a, is a key. <clears throat> This is this is this is where people come to be real. This is the real world. This is, this is the real, uh, real world. Um, <laughs> oh God, you sound like some guy saying that. tattooed on my arm. At least it's not on your ass. No, not on my ass. Uh, on my arm. <laughs> I got two different tattoos, and um, you know, I got Zeppelin tattooed in my heart in a lot of ways. You're like, you know, Jesus. That was so poetic. Once in a while. Every once around, Jesus looks around at the pictures hung up on the wall of my heart, and he goes, "Man, <laughs> can I roll one?" <laughs> but uh, you know, so he gets the message. He knows. He knows my my uh, my innards. Um, he knows what's hung on the walls of my mind. But but I. Uh, where, I you know what? You know. Wait, wait, wait. You want to know what I'm feeling right now? Oh my, Jesus. Jesus, I'm feeling it. You know, I know what I'm feeling, Rev. You want to know what I'm feeling? I'm feeling. Oh no, no, no! I can feel the vibrations. I, you know what I feel? I feel like we were talking about something, and you want to come back around. It's like being at church, where the fucking priest like tells a story about fucking Johnny like kicking a fucking pebble down the road, and then all of a sudden he's just like, "All right, take out your books and fucking read this," and like. It's just like, Jesus, what the fuck happened to Johnny kicking the pebble down the road? I thought there was going to be a story in that. And you made me come to church today talking about Johnny kicking the pebble. Somehow it had to fucking do with fucking Jesus. Oh, you know what I saw today? I saw Johnny. He's kicking the pebble down the road. And you know what this story reminds me of? Everyone take out your books and just start fucking talking gibberish. Well, that's, 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 a, that's, a, yeah, that's planned. Okay, so... All right, so what you don't. About the stuff that happens naturally that you can't explain. You can't say, "Oh, well, that wasn't planned. I didn't see that one coming." But yet, the events correspond with one another. All right. Uh, okay. So I'll give they you. Call that a coincidence? Two events that coincide with one another. I don't. I don't believe in coincidences. <clears throat> well, you're a very dumb person. Then. <laughs> You don't think, you don't believe, what you, this is what you just said, Rich. All right, the, all right, go ahead. You just said, I do not believe in two events that correspond with one another. Okay. Yeah, well, well, all right, tell me what I said wrong. <clears throat> you said that two events yes. cannot correspond with one another. I heard you. Who are you talking to, Jesus? <laughs> Wait, wait, wait. Once again, a little side story. I was changing, getting back. I keep thinking that there's going to be a little person that's just going to, like, pop down that that door that I keep looking at and just, like, look at me with, like, demon eyes or something. Oh, you... Do you, scary thing you. Oh, my God. Do you realize you just... Now I have to fuck... I'm going to keep looking at that fucking attic door now. It's like... It's like... Uh, any minute, I'm just right, ready to... Do you realize now that now I'm gonna be fucking thinking about that the whole time that, that there's someone fucking up in the fucking right behind you and you don't even know it. All right, so I would know it, and I tell you. So, all right, so ladies and gentlemen, there's an attic door. All right, what the reverend is fucking describing is there's now that I just fucking realized that there's a fucking attic door right above my fucking head, and I never thought about it before, but now that the reverend decided to fucking bring it up. 
now I'm going to be sitting here fucking thinking that while I'm doing this, not only this podcast, but every podcast after this, when I'm sitting here alone doing it, I'm in a picture that there's someone up in the attic fucking popping down and looking at me while I'm fucking doing this. So thank you very much, Rev. Well, the only reason why I don't think you have to worry about it today is because the power of the Holy Spirit is here and has uh, prohibited that thing from manifesting in my presence. Oh, you're my... Good. You're good for this one. How do you like that for some theology? Oh, I need a shotgun. All right, so... um. <laughs> All right, so wait, so I was in the bedroom, all right, and I was changing my guitar strings, all right, and you've had this happen before, and this relates back to the religion thing, and it's well, a... Well, give me the... Are we on the correspondence still? Like, two corresponding events cannot coincide together, is that what you're saying? No, I'm trying to get away from it. I'm trying... I'm literally trying... Is, is that because you don't... All right. Okay. Uh, well, all right. First, all right. Before I get I'll into the story, no, no, no. Tell me, tell me, tell me the coincidence thing. All right, the, the floor is yours. I'm giving you the definition. Do you realize that? That's wait, that's what a coincidence is. What? Yeah, but what the fuck did I fucking say that had anything to do with a coincidence that you're trying to argue with me about? I don't know. You're gonna have to rewind the tape, bro. Rewind the tape. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ! Oh, you give me agita. All right, so. <laughs> You better watch out. I'll take off the restraint off of that demon. He'll come out. <laughs> Tickle your back. You'll get one of them chills. Oh. Up behind your head. It's, uh, you e- everyone. You, 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 might, you might, you'll need to drink some more water. <laughs> Excuse me. I need to take a sip. All right. So, uh, what? The, where the fuck was I? Look, I can't even fucking... You make me fuck... You, you fuck me all up now, all right? So now I... You know what I have to do? Now I have to fucking go back because you know what? You took over this fucking thing just like a fucking... The religious what person. Take, took over what? And take nothing you, you did what the fucking priest does in church. I... No. no. I didn't do anything. You, you're free to do whatever you want. I... You can say whatever you want. Dude. You can curse me out. I'm, yeah, I'm gonna... Why the fuck would I curse you out? I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't curse out of a man of the Lord. Mm, I beg to differ. <laughs> <laughs> I beg to dream and differ. Wait. So, all right. So you want? All right. So we put we we rolled this right back around. So do you follow the Bible? Uh, yes, I actually. Oh, now you. Um. Yes. Yes, I do. I do, uh, I do study. I, I, I love the, I love the scriptures. Um, I love the written word. Let's say it that way. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, <coughs> oh, fucking sick. All right. So, I've never actually got to voice my opinion to like a whole audience before. It's only been to like three. Now, before I tell this little fucking story. All right, we're at fifty-four minutes. Okay. I'm going to try to stop this, and we could still do another one. We could still do, we could do a part one and part two. We could do the wall. We could do a disc I'm, one and I'm, disc two. I'm, 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 I'm game, bro. Look, I just had a half a cup of, like, you know, rocket fuel uh, coffee, so I'm... And you, also, and you also have been doing lines of coke. Um, no, I, I, <laughs> I'm, I'm amped to... I'm just joking. All right, wait. All right, so before I, we get into this next segment, I want to bring up uh, a story that um, where I, I usually tell, I, on this podcast, I usually tell people like how my mouth gets me into trouble. 
And um, I want to bring up uh, a memory. Um, first off, I'll say my personal because I went with you the second time I saw it. But I saw it the first time without you. And then we had the conversation in your apartment to where you said, I need to go see it with you. Do you remember when we went to go see And I'm telling the story only because this is going to do a nice segment into why I'm going to ask you certain questions and just make fun of the whole nonsense. Do you remember, okay. do you remember when we went to go see The Passion of the Christ? Wow. Do you remember? When yes, in the movie theater? I do remember. Yes, I do remember. Okay. Now, we went to go see it. It was Mikey, me, you... And the girl that I was seeing at the time. Mm-hmm. And do you remember what I said that the old woman got really pissed off to where you were fuck you and Mikey were laughing your asses off? Do you remember as we were? Because remember, I told you that I saw it before. I saw it with you guys, and I made that one comment. Um, um, no, you're gonna have to remind. All right, so we were in your apartment, and I told you that I just I maybe saw the Passion of the Christ like the night before. And you were just like, you were so into, like, <clears throat> my opinion about it. Cause, yeah, because, because we used to debate. Yeah. yeah, and we used to debate, and I was just like, ah, oh, you know, it's, you know, fucking Jesus and everything like that. Mm-hmm. And then I told you what happened at the end, like, when the credits were rolling, and we were, I was walking out with the girl that I was dating at the time, and everyone was fucking crying, and, you know, like, oh, my God, that's so sad. It's just so sad that he just gave up everything, and, oh, my God. Like, no one fucking heard this story before, but they see it on the big screen now, and everyone is just like, oh, my God, I didn't realize it until I saw it. And it's just like, you fucking idiot. Like, really? You fucking moron? Like, you needed to see Mel Gibson portrayal of that? And then now, all of a sudden, you're fucking crying. The fucking story's been around fucking 2,000 years. You didn't cry then, but now, all of a sudden, you go to the movie theater to get yourself a fucking little fucking thing of popcorn and a fucking soda, and now, all of a sudden, the movie's over, and you're just like, oh, my God, I'm going to repent for all of my sins. (laughs) (laughs) See, I told you I get angry. I get very passionate. No, no, but seriously, that shit pisses me off. It's like, I'm sitting there, and like, even the girl I was dating at the time, like, she's sitting there, and she's like, we, she's doing the, and because she realizes that she's with me. So she's trying to like, hide it, because she knows I'm gonna fucking attack her, because I'm a fucking asshole about it. And she's trying to like, keep it like, fucking quiet, and just be, (laughs) and then by, and then, okay, so there was this, there was this, okay, black couple, okay, there's a black couple, that, that they were walking out with us. And this woman is in fucking, she's like, literally like what you said, but she's in convulsions, like fucking, she just saw like, like Jesus Christ was just literally up on the screen, but yet this actor that played Jesus, like he was just like in a rape movie, like fucking three movies ago, and now he's portraying Jesus. So she's like, oh my God, I can't believe, oh, she's fucking holding the fucking cross on her chest. And of course, what do I do? I have to think of something fucking stupid to say. So we're walking out, and, you know, of course, I'm not trying to be a complete asshole, you know, I'm just, like, talking to my ex, and I was just like, uh, you know, it's not the, you know, okay, it's just a movie, you know, fucking, you knew about the story, you know, it's, I don't know why you're crying, but I'll try and console you, like, you already knew about the shit, like, what the fuck are you crying about? And, uh, I just happened to say out loud, do you think there's gonna be a sequel? <laughs> And Reverend, when I fucking tell you that this 
This black woman, no lie, fucking looked at me. And not only did she stop crying mid... Uh, this is how I knew, like, it, I just... I, it made me even more angry because she was fucking crying. And then she stopped... You know how girls... And I'm going to say girls do it because guys don't. Like, when guys cry, I've noticed, like, they just fucking let it all out. Like, even if they think that they're wrong, they're just like, why the fuck did you say that? Girls can stop mid-cry and go completely serious and then continue crying. So this black woman, I mean, I just said it out loud to my ex. I was just like, ah, you know, don't worry. I think, you know, there might be a sequel. <laughs> but this black woman literally stopped crying. Man, she was right in front of us. And she turned around and she goes, did you fucking say that? Blah, blah, blah. She starts fucking yelling at me. Just fucking starts screaming at me in front of all of these fucking people. She's like, how could you say that during a time like this and everything like that? And I was just like, ah, you know, it was just a joke. It was just a joke. I was just joking around, you know. I'm trying to lighten the mood. All you fucking people are walking out of here fucking with your fucking crosses in your fucking hands. You're all going to church tomorrow. Like, I'm just trying to lighten the fucking mood. It was just a movie based on a book, okay? That's all it was. All right, just everyone calm the fuck down. And I came to, I came to your apartment, I think it was maybe a day or two later, <clears throat> And I told you what happened, and you told me you needed to go see the movie. So I went with you, Mikey. I think he was dating his ex at the time. Um, Diana? Or no, I don't know. Leadfoot. 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 He was... He was... He was, he was dating that girl. That girl. Okay, so we went to go see it, and then we sat through the movie again... Oh no, my ex didn't go because she didn't want... I, oh my god, I remember this now. She didn't want to go because she's like, if you're going with the reverend, she's like, I definitely don't want to be there for when the movie ends and you say something else. I remember that. Do you remember what I said when I went to go see it with you? No, I do not remember. Which, because you're old, alright? You know, you're getting older. You know, you're starting oh, to forget a lot of shit. It was, it was still the 90s. All right, but do you remember? You, so you don't remember the guy kicking Mikey's chair because of what I said? No. All right, I so didn't. it was at the part where he was getting beat with the whip. Right. All right, and that's like when that's when everyone was bawling and being like, "Oh God, that's so terrible!" You know, "Oh my God, look at the skin coming off!" Oh my God, you can see his ribs like a uh, McRib sandwich, and like everyone fucking sitting there and they're fucking crying. And then I sat there and I turned to Mikey and I go, I heard this was based off of a novel. And the fucking guy behind him, I guess, was a religious nut and fucking like smacked the fucking back of Mikey's chair. Oh my gosh, no, I, um, <laughs> I don't remember now. And then we were walking out and then I almost did like the same type of thing, except no one was really crying when we left. It was kind of silent, like everyone was just walking out with their heads down. And I just said, oh, I'm like, I heard, I did the sequel thing again, but I'm like... I heard that he comes back with super strength because he moves this big stone door. <laughs> and, and people heard that. Yes, and everyone got all upset. Why does no one have a fucking sense of humor? Why am I always I, in, end up being the asshole? Anyway, so the reason I had to tell those two stories about going to see The Passion of the Christ is because moving on to this next little segment, we're, yes. at, we're at an hour and three minutes. All right. 
So this is gonna have to be the first well, disc. You can split, you can split it up. Yeah, too. we're gonna do it like we're gonna do it like the wall. It's this is gonna be the first part of the wall. So, so the next segment is breaking down the wall. Breaking down the wall. <laughs> All right. So wait. Is, is this Richie O's wall? <laughs> oh my God! Don't ever say that again. I have no wall. All right, so I want to ask this question. So this actually, this will be a perfect segment into the beginning of, uh, you know, mm-hmm. is there is there anybody out there? All right, so um, yeah, for those of you for those of you that are listening that don't get that, go out and buy the wall because you're fucking idiots. All right, so you follow now. The original question was you follow the Bible, okay? You follow what Bible? Because there's a bunch of different Bibles, isn't there? I've I've heard that before. You have the Old Testament, you have the New Testament, and then you also have what what do what do uh, the what are the other people listen to the the Arabic people the the Arabic. What is I don't know what the fuck the Jewish people. I think it's called Arabic. Arabic. <laughs> <laughs> Arabic. All right, listen, that wasn't a racist thing. I'm just I'm I don't know. I didn't read it. The Quran, right? Oh, the Quran, yes. All right, so there's the the Old Testament, the New Testament, the Quran. What else is there? Well, when you talk about the Quran, you're talking about a totally different set. Of oh, oh, yeah, of course we are. Of, of course With we are. With the exception of the, you know, uh, dude, it gets kind of, it, it's a complicated subject, but... Oh, yeah, it's a, compl- it's a complicated system, just like there's, we have our government, and Russia has their government, and Britain has their government, and Africa has their government. Everyone has their own fucking views on everything. Now you're, now you're comparing apples and oranges. Apples and oranges. I'm comparing asses and assholes. No, it's apples and oranges because what I mean by complicated is um, the the Arabic people are actually descendants of the same um, religion that Jesus was. That right, that Jews were. So um, they share the same father, which is Abraham. So some of their scriptures in the Quran are shared with the Old Testament scriptures of the Bible. Uh, some of the prophets are too, um, but it, it is it is its own work. The Quran is its own work. Okay, so, which I agree with. I'm actually okay. agreeing with that. It's its own work. And you the know what Bible, though? <clears throat> the Bible, though, is to break it down correctly, is it, it's it's a word for group um, for uh, for book or book. Yeah, book. But they're volumes. There's 66 books. Oh Jesus! Um, it's fucking like the Encyclopedia Britannica. Well, and, and it is, and it's, you know, you, you got it from Genesis, the, the Genesis to Revelation, um, you got 66 books that are written over thousands of years um, from different authors, uh, different times, different cultures, and um, they, are, they are somewhat historic, they are narratives, they are poetic, they are prophetic, they are letters, com- you know, all compiled into... Um, this, you know, this one book, many volumes in one book, and um, they all seem to have. It, it all has a central, a central theme. One central theme. And could very that very interesting work? And could that could that? I'm not even talking about religion. I, 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 I get it, but can I ask in one? Literary sense. Uh, yeah, yeah, and I'm 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 gonna ask the question that I, I that I've asked you numerous right. amounts of times. Okay. Yeah. Y- you really. Do you, well, let me ask you a question. Do you see the uh, possible complexities that you might run into 
um, trying to, you know, just, ah, you know, just somebody wrote it. No, 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 no. I, I, I run into the complexities, and I do appreciate the poetic and everything that you fucking said. Because you know what? I have read it before. My grandmother used to read it to me when I was fucking younger. And I used to have to fucking, you know, she used to recite passages because she fucking thought that it would help me, like, in certain situations. And then as I got older and I started fucking, you know, just being like, eh, you know, I think it's all bullshit. And then I started reading more and more into it. And then it, as technology grew and everything like that, and you start learning about history... You want to know what really got me about the Bible and then going through school and learning like science and everything like that? Yes, I am going to bring science in this, which would make a perfect segue into the second disc. <clears throat> there was no purified water back then. These motherfuckers were drinking wine all fucking day. The Bible was written by a bunch of drunks. The, I mean, how could you not fucking believe in... I mean, you give me a fucking bottle of wine, I'll, I'll fucking see Jesus. I, he, could, he could come down and fucking talk to me right now. Mm-hmm. If you give me a bottle of wine... It, it, this is all these... They drank it for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. That's all they did. And then they started writing shit down, fucking being like, oh, yeah, you know, Jesus, you know, Moses, you know, the fucking lightning with the stones, like... They, I, I, they didn't have they didn't have water in those pouches. They had fucking alcohol. And even if they did have water, it was fucking from an infected fucking river or fucking some water source that... How the fuck do we know that wasn't infected with something that gave them hallucinogenic fucking powers that they're sitting there being like, oh, I mean, it's not like, not like us to like where we go to the fridge and it's just like, oh, this is filtered. There's no fucking toxins in this. Oh my God, there's, you know... So, so one of the things, so what you're telling me is, is that the Egyptian <laughs> culture, the culture of the Egyptian, you know, because that's where Moses was from, and the and the. All right, you're using you're using one person that I said. Let me answer. Let me let me. All right, all right. A minute here. They're all drunks. Well, <laughs> well first of all, you, you're gonna have to you're gonna have to show me your sources. Jesus that's Christ! The point. the blood of Christ was wine. The blood of no. Christ was wine. Okay, he was the he was the ultimate bartender. He was the ultimate bartender. Okay. There's, there is a bit of truth to that. But, not, but that's not. But you're you're jumping you're jumping testaments now. I'm not jumping. You te- in a, yeah, you started in in the um in the in the writing of the Bible. And the first five books of the Bible were written by Moses. Moses historically was in the Egyptian culture. That's where it came from. All right. So you're telling me that the um some of the writings of Moses where most of the books came from that the um, that you know when they were coming out of the um, out of Egypt into the wilderness to be brought to uh, the mountain of worship yeah that long that was the that was the ultimate marathon by the way he started the marathon but think of it this way (laughs) when they wanted there was no water in the desert and they didn't bring much with them I know. When they were thirsty, <clears throat> they had to drink each other's pee. And they cried out to God. Moses, miraculously, under direction of God, found water. And the water he found was good. It, it, it wasn't bad water. How the fuck do you know? You weren't there. Because they didn't die. <laughs> That's your argument? No, my <laughs> argument is that according to the biblical text, when they were thirsty, God provided them drink. But how the, the fuck? But my, the issue is not. It's not scientific. 
It's not supposed to be scientific. It's a matter of the lesson is that when you ask the Lord and you're in a jam, we're thirsty, we're going to die, whatever, he'll provide it. But how the so, fuck would you know you weren't there? How do you know that really happened? There's no... Because, because, I, because I know... Do you believe in Noah's Ark and that he put two of the same animal, he had this big fucking boat and all that other shit? Absolutely. Really? He put all those animals on that fucking boat. Why not? Have you ever seen a giraffe? Have you ever seen a baby giraffe? <laughs> what about a what about a hippopotamus? Hippopotamus? Have you ever seen a baby hippopotamus? But still, fucking, there's no way. There's fucking no way. Well, I, well I'm, I'm just giving you an alternative. Why, why does he, he? Why do you think he put full-grown animals on? Wouldn't it be wiser? You know, you're gonna be, first of all. Oh yeah, I see where you're going with this. I see where you're going. Oh, he's got the little babies. It never, it never rained, Rich. There was no rain. No such thing as rain at the time. God's telling this guy to build a boat in the middle of the desert. Wow, that's you know. So so obviously we're you know we're we're starting with you know no wonder why people are looking at him, and making fun of him. It's like, hey, you crazy man. Of course he's looking like a crazy man. But if the story be true, because he was drunk. Came, you know, so he absolutely knew something was happening. If this is true, I'll give it to you. Let's say, let's say it's all a sham. Okay. You know, let's say it is. Okay, fine. Crazy man, crazy book, never happened. Okay, but let's say on the other end, you know, anything is possible. Um, it's it's true, and if it's true, then the man definitely knew something was coming that nobody else knew about. Maybe he tried to forewarn. Maybe he ate some mushrooms. Get the information necessary for people to say, "Hey, come on board." You know, it's coming, it's coming, it's coming. So, what's the lesson here? Is it is it historically accurate to tell you the truth? I really don't care. It could be, it may not be. But the lesson behind it is sometimes you're given warnings and you don't heed them, and then tragedy comes, and then you want to cry out and say, "Help me!" And it's like doors closed. Sorry. Oh Jesus! That's the lesson. Do we want to learn a lesson, or do we want to pick at the history? I want to pick at the history, because the history... Will... It's fun. It makes good subject. But, you know, when, when, when fire is raining down from heaven, don't, don't cry. Oh, I'm praying. You know what? I'm praying for it. I'm praying for tidal waves. Oh, I'm praying for it. I am you praying know, for tidal waves, you know, earthquakes. Take, take other stories. Take Sodom and Gomorrah. Was it true? Is there a true place? Can we prove it archaeologically? You know, can you know whatever? The fact is, they, there was warning that came out, and unheeded, man, it got hot in there. Let's say it is true. It got hot. It was destruction. Oh, it got hot. Yeah. It's just a humid day in New Jersey. But but to tell you the truth, archaeology does prove. Um, does dig up these sites that other people have said, nah, they don't exist. Never happened. Yeah, but archaeologists also, or paleontologists also fucking dig up dinosaurs, and that's the, that, doesn't that fucking... Why would I have a problem with dinosaurs? Well, God God didn't create dinosaurs. They're an evolution. Really? You, what, I don't... From. Give me a break. There's nothing. Give me a break. Oh, there's nothing in the fucking Bible that fucking says reptilians will walk the earth and fucking eat each other and fucking eat plants and then all of a sudden here's well, man. Dude, but that's, but, but you're, you're, how would you say, you're, you're, uh, Oh, why? Because you're going to do the whole God created life thing? All life. No. 
no, I'm, no, I'm not going to do that at all. It's like you're, you know, you, you're, you're looking for something that's prehistoric, you know, the, the, a, a evidence in the Bible that is prehistoric. The, the Bible is not prehistoric. The Bible starts. Yeah, because there were no velociraptors taking notes. Because there was no secretary? I don't have a problem that science says the earth is billions and millions of years. They, it, they could actually be right. That's not where my history starts. My history starts with the recording of mankind in Genesis of what God created as far as man and, um, you know, light coming on the earth and structure and order to a chaotic world that was going on pre creation pre-genesis all right so can so, so wait god, in other words the god of the bible this is what i'm saying bro the god of the bible from i love how this turned it then i got the god of the bible from genesis to revelation is the god who put crap in order so what he was like so judge judy was prehistoric it was what it was it could be dinosaurs, raptosaur, I don't know, <laughs> dinosaurs plus, whatever. <laughs> whatever, whatever it was, you know, you know, caveman, I don't care. Let it all, it could have all pre-existed. But when my God stepped in, he made things right. Oh. How about that? How about that lesson? So he was kind of like Trump. Well, <laughs> you want to be gay and go political, you got it. <laughs> I mean, you know, Trump did step in and fucking did, oh my god, I'm going to get a lot, oh, you know how much shit I'm going to get for that one comment? I know, I know. Bring on the I, hate mail. You know, in my conversation yesterday, I mentioned one thing and you called me gay. <laughs> All I'm saying is that the way you just explained everything, it just reminds me of like what I see in the news every day. Like one guy, so is this it kind of like a rewriting of history? One guy stepped in and I'm going to make everything in order. I'm going to do it all. Well, yeah, I mean, you're talking about one guy. I'm talking about the living God. So I think, again, apples and oranges, my friend. You say tomato, I say tomato. You, you say bullshit, I say... <laughs> I say the living God stepped in. <laughs> you're giving me <laughs> you're giving me a load of horse hockey. That means poop and uh, and, and nice language. Oh my God! I knew this was gonna be fun. All right, so we're at an hour and twenty minutes. Um, so what we're, we're at an hour and twenty minutes, and we ain't got out of Genesis yet. Oh my God! You got, right. got sixty six books to cover, buddy. Alright, so what we're going to do, alright, for you listeners that are actually fucking listening, um, what we're going to do is I'm actually going to do something I've never done before, and I'm actually going to stop this, because uh, with you guys that listen to this at work and everything like that, or like while you're at the gym, or wherever the fuck emails that I always usually get, especially for the people that say that this podcast sucks, but you still end up listening to the whole fucking thing and telling me how much it sucks. Thank you for the plays, by the way. Um... I'm going to stop this, and we're actually going... Can you continue? Uh, dude, I'm like, amped. 
don't do cocaine no more, but I sure am. <laughs> oh my God, the Reverend snorts lines of Jesus. <laughs> I, 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 got, I got lines of Holy Ghost ready to go. All right, so what I'm going to do is I'm... I'm rocking back and forth. I feel like Rain Man right now. <laughs> there's 57 matches. There's 57... Billy Babbitt, there's 57 matches. <laughs> there's 66 books. <laughs> All right, so this is a Powerline Kids podcast. Um, you can email me at uh, powerlinekids at yahoo.com. Uh, Reverend, just in case people don't listen to the second part, let's plot... Let, let, you know what? Let's plug the church. Uh, Spirit Life Fellowship. Oh, wait. Hold on. All right. So, technical difficulties. We are going to be coming back to the Reverend, though. All right. So, (laughs) isn't that funny that I told him to fucking plug the church and fucking it cut out? How fucking awesome is that? Anyway, Powerline Kids Podcast. uh, If you guys want to hear the rest of this, I mean... I actually can't wait. Oh, look, he's coming back. Oh, here he comes. Ah, that wasn't me. The devil got mad. Uh, you know what? I actually kept the podcast going, and I said, oh my god, look, he's going to plug the church, and then all of a sudden it just goes down. <laughs> yeah, see, the devil don't want nobody coming to my church, because then, then they, get, they get saved and delivered and set free from their proclivities. <laughs> No, but how weird is that? That I said go ahead and plug the church and it just the fucking everything went black. Well, you know, I, well I don't believe in coincidences. You know. <laughs> <laughs> in order for the people to get that, they're gonna have to listen to part one. But. All right, so wait, wait. All right, so go ahead. Let's try this one more time. So go ahead, plug the uh, church. Yeah, uh, the, the church is Spirit Life Fellowship in North Brunswick, New Jersey, twelve ten Cousins Lane. Come out and you know. Uh, really see how stuff is done you know no reverend name and lights all right so uh you're ob- pulpit pimps all right so wait so we're gonna be you're gonna be able to plug it again but for the listeners that don't listen to the second part of this um no pulpit pimps allowed <laughs> no 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 religion allowed all we right have, we have, you, you ever see a non-smoking sign we have a no religion sign oh jesus I need to go change it. Jesus, we have. <laughs> All right, so yes, once again, that's the. This is the Reverend on part one of this fucking interview, which I knew was going to be a fucking blast. Um, so yeah, you guys want to listen to the second part? I wish you had it on video. I'm rocking like Rain Man over here. Oh no, this is being recorded on video. I'm just not posting that yet. Are you serious? Yeah, of course. You what? have this on video? I'm not. Put me on video right now. Yeah, I'm not posting it yet. That's later. I'm going to do like kind of like a back thing. You know, like no, a... No, I'm talking about video. Yeah. Not audio. No, yeah. If that's only with your permission. Oh, yeah, you got my permission. I'm looking like a, like a bumbling, you know... <laughs> did, I, did, I, did I forget to mention that I'm recording it on video? No, you didn't tell me about the, the video part. All right, so full disclosure, but you have to give me my permission. You have to give me I your permission before permission. I... But that's like later on down the road. That's like when I get better equipment and I can like edit it. That's excellent. That's great. So go ahead. Finish All right. So once again, Powerline Kids Podcast. Um, and part two is coming up to the rest of you motherfuckers that listen to this. Uh, you know, I will talk to you next time, whether you listen to this in the morning, noon or night. And uh, yeah, We're, we are out for now. And uh, Reverend... Yes, I'm 
here. Thank you very much for being on the first part, and uh, I look forward to talking to you on the second part, probably which be in like two seconds. Okay. All right, so uh, thank you so much. You're very welcome. All right. Uh, no. <laughs> Everyone late.